Welcome. This show is not for kids. Uh, but the content is pretty childish. Yeah. that blooping was what it is. My mom said the funniest thing. Uh-huh. And she was like, you should never bloop. But I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we don't make words like bloop. Me too, bloop. Bloop. Bloop, we're better than that. Welcome to Will and Courtney's Word Club. Yes. A podcast where we make up words for concepts. We, we've we written this down at this for, point. Uh, for situations, that's the word. Yeah, that's for what's on the website. That don't have them. Yeah, for situations that don't have them. That's or on the make website. Make it words for situations. That's our branding. That is, and I need to get it hammered TM. down. TM copyright registered trademark. trademark get it patent, tattooed on your ass. Pending. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what it is. I'm Will. I'm Courtney. Hello. Do we want to talk about the? The fact that we got back from a trip, because we did, but it was sure. a while ago. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. We can talk about our life. Yeah. We went to Lake Tahoe. And it was really uh, relaxing. It was amazing. And it was very ennui, one with nature. That's not what ennui means. Ennui, I didn't say that to mean that ennui means one with nature. I meant that we felt ennui, and we were also one with nature while we were feeling... I didn't feel the, ennui. The ennui... Well, I felt ennui. Why did you feel ennui? I feel ennui as fuck, man. Why were you feeling so ennui? Because it was calming. Isn't that what ennui is? It's no. like a neutral... What is ennui? I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> Wait. <how are> you... <laughs> you don't ennui, know what it is, but you know what it's Ennui is definitely not like neutral. I, th- I feel like it's got something else behind it. Oh, uh, yeah, I was wrong. Okay, see, it's like it's got some like melancholy behind it or something, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a feeling of listlessness and dissatisfaction arising from a lack of occupation or excitement. All right, yeah, well, so like general Frenchness, ennui. Yeah, yeah, okay. He, he, my joke. But it was fun. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. And we were at waterfalls and stuff. Yeah, we took a heek. We took a heek. Yeah, we took a heek to a waterfall, and we saw the most beautiful place in the world, probably, uh, and also one of the most photographed places in the world. It's all over Pinterest and Instagram. Inspiration Point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rightfully named. Yeah. And now we're back. And we're ready, and, and we're supercharged. I went kayaking for the first time. It was really good. Uh-uh. I did so good. And I don't mean to say that in like a braggy way. I'm saying it in like... Trust me, she's not bragging. I didn't know that I wouldn't immediately fall out of my kayak and then have to swim <laughs> it back to shore right? and just watch from shore and not kayak. I, I had a bad paddling experience with a tour guide in Belize once on a cruise and I uh, didn't think that I would be able to paddle my own canoe and I did. I'm so sorry to hear that. What? You've already heard this story. I know. It's just the way you phrase it, a bad paddling experience. Yeah, I tried to say it shorter than the way that I told you the story because I feel like I told that story for like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of which, you want to get into Ramble. this episode? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Well, wait, do we have any other news? Any other business? Um, 
We got a new child. Oh, we did. Her name is Yuffie. And she's a Roomba equivalent. Oh, man. She's so awesome. Yeah, we plugged her in today, and she already just started doing the whole work. I mean, like, every part, it's like spotless in here it's now. It's so awesome. Our apartment has never been so clean. And we vacuum our, like, we have, like, a little vacuum, you know, electric broom thing. We do yeah. that all the time, like literally like twice a day, and it's never been cleaner in I here think than that, like, it is. Everything that we would ever do with that vacuum, and it did it in the like amount of battery that it had out of the box before charging. Oh, so good. Oh, God, it did technology. scare Gimme a little bit, but that's okay. She'll, yeah, she'll learn to love it, just like she loves the air conditioner. <laughs> it's tough love. <laughs> it is tough love. <laughs> all right. Um do you go first? I believe I go first this week. Yay. <gasps> Woo. Okay. So my first word. Okay. I'm very excited. I came up with it like literally five minutes ago. All the best ones are. It's impulsive yeah. and quick. I love it. I did no research on it. Cool. It's very good. I'm gonna about to tell you it's like a famous video game that you'd never played, but go ahead. Oh, it probably is. Um, so my first word is dunce. Dunce? Dunce. Could you spell it? Yeah. D-O-O-N-C-E. Dunce. 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 It's like dunce. Like dunce, but not. Okay. What's a dunce? You want to guess? Okay. I'll guess. A dunce is... It sounds like the sound a ball makes when you bounce it. It does, but I'm I'm trying not to do any more onomatopoetic words anymore. Because... <laughs> Courtney's bangs and bangs and booms. Yeah. <laughs> And gorts. <laughs> yeah, Courtney's gorts. <laughs> so what is it? A dunce is when you turn an awkward movement into an equally or more awkward dance suddenly out of necessity. Oh, that's so cute. It comes from dance. Yeah. Dunce. Dunce. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute because I can picture it. Well, you just did it and that's how it came to me. You stood up. You stood okay, up real quick. Right. So during our okay. mic, during our mic setup, guys. So okay, um, we have Will's mic in front of our couch, and so it's sort of like bar. It's like a bar in front of him. So almost like like on, on a roller coaster, sort of. You've got like a bar in front of you, and he got up to adjust something, and he stood up before he scooched out of the way of the mic into like the clear area of the couch that doesn't have a mic in front of it, and. He stood up and almost fell over, so he turned it into a little, like, slide and a groove and a sway to the left and a sway to the right, and we're doing it, oh yeah, and we're dancing, and it's fun, and I meant to do this the whole time. He did not. Well, I don't know. I would have called that a very justifiable dance, but okay, we'll make it a dance. <laughs> it's a dance now. Well, another way that I dunce all the time, and I'll actively dunce, is if I'm in like a busy bar or club and I'm trying to get somewhere, I will... We'll try to make the, the beeline for the bathroom dance, which is to say like trying to dance your way through, please get out of my yeah. still dancing, and then uh, finally I'm clear, let's go. Yeah, like I don't want to be the bitch that pushes you aside, but I want <laughs> to get to the bathroom, so I'm going to just dance it out. <laughs> 
dance it out. I'm moving. Yeah, everything's fun. All right. We're grooving. Moving along. Cool shirt. All right, I'm here, thank God. Yeah, I'm trying to get to the bathroom while trying to look like I'm having as much fun as you are. Even so that though you're, you're not. not me like cuz I feel like in my head like if I'm at a bar and somebody just like comes to me with like a bullish face of like a get out of my way. I got somewhere to be. I kind of just want to be like chill out, bro. We're all here having fun. Don't do that. And that's not the energy I want to be met with when I feel bullish. I want to get where I want to be. And I feel like the way to do that is to pretend that I'm not (laughs) bullish in that moment. I have a... I'm going to pose this. Okay. Pose. You are in the club. The bathroom is over there. Like across the there it's all the way across oh it's the all big, the way over there you can hear the intonation of my word there that i mean like it's, it's on all the other the way side. over there and there's a dance floor on the way mm-hmm. that's the girl's bathroom yeah the guy's bathroom's behind you yeah so you start dancing to the dance floor mm-hmm. trying to get over okay however you're met in the middle by a guy similarly dancing trying to get to the men's room which is behind you uh-huh you find yourself on a dance off <gasps> That's not where I thought that this was going to go. <laughs> How do you out-dunce the other dunce so you can dunce past the other dunce? Oh, the best thing to do is get very close to people, press your chest up against their chest, and then and as you're like sort of moving, you know, you sort of move your shoulders to the left, so you inch to the left, and you move your shoulders to the right, and you inch to the right, and, you know, to the left, to the left twice, to the left three times, to the left four times. Three hops now, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's how I do it. I definitely thought you were going to ask if I just would go to the men's bathroom instead, and yes, I would, unless it's only a trough or a hole in the ground. Do you do that? Like I've done it the, before, yeah. Are you met with any weirdness or awkward feelings or? No, I'm not often met with any like trouble <laughs> when going to the men's bathroom. Sometimes, like when I was in college, if I would like really have to pee and like the women's bathroom was down and they were like, "But it'll be back. Like something's gross in there, so uh, we're gonna clean it." But we'll, it'll it'll be available in like half an hour. I'd be like, "Nah, man, I'm just gonna go to the men's bathroom." And every once in a while, like, if it was somebody I didn't know who was in the bathroom, they would look at me like, what's what's a girl doing in here? Ew. But I just sort of do my thing. I go. She's going to see what I drew in the inside of a stall. Yeah. just I just go in the stall, and I do my thing, and I come out, and I just come back in. Like, if I pretend like it's not a big deal, then it's not a big deal. Okay. You know? It's never bothered me before to do that. Because I'm thinking, like, even if somebody told me that the men's bathroom was down and I needed to use the women's one, I don't even think I still would. I'd really? be like, that sounds like a trouble waiting to happen. I'm not going to even test those waters. What if, like, you were, imagine you're on a road trip and you stop at a gas station and there are two restrooms, there's a men's and a women's, but the men's is closed for cleaning. You don't know how long it's going to be there. And you've already been in line for, like, maybe 10 minutes waiting for somebody to tell you that the men's is available. Mm. You really, really, really have to pee. You don't know when you're going to stop to pee next. Uh, but the women are just going in and coming out and going in and coming out. It's clearly... And there's no <laughs> other women in line. You're the last person in line. Would you go into the women's? And it's single stall. So you just walk in, okay. close the door, lock it. That is the only one other place I can go. Yes. There's not like a very enticing looking tree. Nope. I would go buy an Arizona iced tea, drink it, and pee in it, and we'd be on our way either way. 
Oh my gosh, really? You would put yourself through that? No, I think I'd probably do it. I'm being dramatic. But yeah, it's weird. Well, you're very, I, this is something I learned about you recently. Like, you're pretty pee shy. Well, yeah. No, in public, I'm not. But like, if I'm trying to stand and pee and somebody's like watching me, perhaps egging me on, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. It doesn't come out. I okay. don't know what it is. <laughs> Biologically, I'm like, I, sorry. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. Dunes. So, so that's Dunes. <laughs> no, it's, it was Dunes. It was Dunes, and then it became a saga about peeing. Man, isn't that always the how, how this show goes? Yeah. If you don't like to hear about, like, you know, how we prefer to go to the bathroom or eat our food, then you really have clicked on the wrong podcast. Yeah. Sorry, you should know what's going on by now. That's <laughs> really almost... just veiled excuses for us to talk about peeing and pooping. Yep. And eating lots of food. That's all we talk about. So, sorry. Would you like my first word? No. No, I'm kidding. Yes, I would love your first word. Well, that's been Will and Courtney's Word Club. No, I have a word that's actually related to what we ended up talking about. Oh, no way. So, I'm going to take what we did and use it for something good. Use it. Use that for good. My word is biddle. Biddle. The biddle is... Oh, you've told me about this. I have. But I don't remember it. I'm glad. Here it is. What do you want to guess? It's... Oh, man. Oh, I had a really good guess for this a while ago, like weeks ago. <laughs> anyway. Here it comes, right? Yes. The biddle is the middle back seat of a car. Yes. Yep. 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 It is the middle back seat that you never quite want, but someone's got to take it. Mm-hmm. It's basically what it is, is it's that it's where the back center console is. Yeah. You sit on the console. You sit on the hump. Yeah. Yeah. And you get kind of like possibly only the lap seat belt and not the other seat belt. Mm-hmm. It is the worst seat in the car and somebody has to take it. And it's like the opposite of shotgun. It's like whoever cannot sit in that seat. So anyway, we talked about this before and I found out that I've grown up calling it something that you haven't. Oh, what is it? The bitch seat. Oh, yeah. The Mitch seat. The Mitch seat. The bitch, The Mitch seat. The Mitch seat. It's where the Mitch, Mitch always sits because he's small. <laughs> Tiny Mitch. The bitch seat. Yeah. No, like, and you haven't heard that? No, I've never heard that before. See, I always thought it was called the bitch seat. And I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to call it the bitch seat. Number one, mean. Number two, I actually will take the seat pretty openly. I'm a small guy. I'm a slight framed guy. And... If we're all on a road trip, I will generally be the one to opt for that seat because I know it will, like, affect me the least. Mm-hmm. I have legs that won't totally be cramped up and origami folded into the seat. I'm just short enough that I'm not going to be having my head hit the top when I sit on the humpy thing. Yeah. So I'll take it. It's fine. And, like, I am fine with sitting between people. I don't care. I'm not claustrophobic. It's just, like, it's fine. So right. I'm not going to be, like, the person who wants the bitch seat. But you'll take it if there's nothing else available. Like, if... If your car seats five and there's five people coming, then somebody's got to take it. You'll be the one to volunteer. That's yeah. great. You'll volunteer. This is my pitch to the world. I am destigmatizing the back middle seat. Yeah. It is not the big seat anymore. Okay. Yeah. Don't call it that. It's not nice. No, it's, it's not. The middle. It's back the middle. middle. Back Boom. middle. It's a combining word. Cool. Biddle. Biddle. You ever had to sit in the biddle? Oh, yeah. All the time, especially when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I never minded it either as like little girls and uh, as we grow up into like teens and, you know, become women and stuff. You know, when you're in a car with a bunch of other girls, um, whoever gets that back middle seat, 
that's the smallest person. So they have one by default. By being the smallest, they have one. Right. So it's like, oh, you don't need a whole seat. You can take what is actually a third of a seat and be comfortable. So you win. You are good. I feel like I, I don't know if this actually happened at any point, but I feel like at some point in my childhood, it was like me and a few other girls that were like, maybe fighting over the back middle seat like okay. oh no like uh, i'm small enough i swear i'm i'm small enough to sit there it's okay god guys it's just the opposite yeah okay was shotgun a big deal for you oh in my family for sure yeah it's and- like a, a that's the thing you want to be in the front i don't yeah. know why I was never a shotgun guy. I never care where I sit in a car, honestly. Like, I'm not somebody who gets car sick. I don't have, like, my favorite seat. My sister used to, like, get really antsy about wanting shotgun. Like, when she was, when she was like, in her early teens. Like, pretty much. You know how they have that thing in the front seat that says you must be over 12 and weigh a certain amount to sit in the front seat? Yeah. But when she met those requirements, she was like, I want to sit in the front seat! Yeah! <laughs> get out of the I got way. it! I'm doing it! And, like, I had obviously met those requirements before her, but, like, she would always, like, beat me to it and like I didn't care one way or the other but she would kind of take it in a direction of haha I beat you I got shotgun and I was like I don't actually care but sure yeah you got shotgun god you saying that and saying like people have their preferred seat reminded me of as a kid I used to carpool with uh, the family who lived next door yeah and I sat in the back right seat Mm -hmm. and the kid would be like that's my seat. Get out of my seat. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean it's your seat? It's not your seat. It's a seat. It's a seat there in the car. There are seats in the car. And he'd be like, get out. And his mom uh-huh. literally turned back from the driver's seat and said, it is his seat. No way. Okay. All right. This family. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm sorry, but he does always sit there. I roll. First of all, he's not the dad. This isn't his recliner in a living room that has yeah. like his stains on it or whatever. It's <laughs> freaking, it's has a seat. stains on it. <laughs> Every dad marks his territory in the seat in the living room. With a squirt of mustard. With a and- squirt of beer and, and a little drool. <laughs> oh, my God. So that makes me think, okay, what's the weirdest car seat situation you have ever ridden in? Um, Let's see. Like, weirdest? I mean... My parents had a van at one point that was really fancy, and the middle seats would push backwards so oh. that you could actually sit facing the people in the back. And there was like a little mini table, like a boat. Okay, I know what you're talking about. It was that Chrysler Town and Country. Yeah, it was that like Town and Country, like vans. Transformers Prime. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was some good van action. You could sit in a collection of four people together and play bridge on the way to... <laughs> I don't know. I never freaking used it. Who uses that? It's completely pointless. My family really wanted something like that because when me and my brother and sister were growing up, we were close enough in age that on a road trip, we would actually like play a game together. Mm. But we decided to do the other town and country that just had the TV and the power outlets and we would bring our GameCube on road trips and wear headphones and that seemed to suffice. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm seeing kind of the problem here. Mm-hmm. You have four guys in the car. Yeah. Who are like 13. You can either A, sit all facing the TV and play GameCube, mm-hmm. or you can sit all facing each other and play bridge on the way to the car, on the way to, 
wine tasting. I don't know. <laughs> let's let's play our A's and B's. Which one are you going to do? You're going to sit versus the screen. Yeah. The table was weird. I mean, if you want, I mean, maybe everybody wants to play Uno. Uno's a fun game for kids. Nobody wants to play Uno in the car and I will fight. I would play Uno in the car. Ask my cousins. They went on a lot of not good road trips, but yeah, they went on a road on lots of road trips. So. Uno road trips. <laughs> I they definitely watched a lot of movies in their vans. I was really, really like fond of their vans, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and they would play games and stuff. I don't know if they ever played Uno, but I wouldn't put it past them. They were in the car a lot. I would do that now. Play Uno in the car. Oh yeah. Well, then we should get Gimme to drive next time we go to Tahoe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You hear that, Gimme? You're going to drive. Could I trouble you for your second word, maybe? Yeah, of course. So, my second word is an OG of Will and Courtney's Word Club. Okay. It is Hemi Hay. <gasps> Hemi Hay. Okay. All right, all right, all right. This is a good one. I love this. This is one of the words we sort of talked about when we were coming up with this. When we were coming up with the idea of this podcast, and I I was crying in bed like, I can't come up with words for stuff. That's I can't. (laughs) We came up with this idea three days ago. You want to bail? What are words? We don't know how to make them. I don't know how to do this. I'm not worthy. (laughs) And here I am. Here we are. Equally. Coming up with words a second before you start to talk about them. Like a pro. Like a gosh darn pro. So, hey is when you're crying in a public place and you try really hard to cover it up, but you probably aren't very successful. Yeah. I do this a lot. <laughs> and like, f- f- like, disclaimer, this isn't like a depressing thing. We're not talking about when you're going through grief or anything and you're crying. We're talking about like when random shit makes you upset yeah i mean i guess it could be applied to grief and stuff but like the overall thesis like it's funny it's this is a funny word this is a funny thing yeah this is a comical thing with people that are emotional yeah like myself so one thing about me is that i just a very emotional person i tend to take things to heart very quickly things in life affect me personally so if we haven't had a date in a few weeks and I'm missing that romance and I want to be romance and stuff and we go out to dinner and <laughs> oh, we okay. <laughs> go anywhere like a crappy taco place and we order a pitcher of Blue Moon or something. How like, dare you say crappy? Guaco Joe's was an institution. <laughs> We could literally be going anywhere from Guaco Joe's to Waffle House to a bar down the street. It doesn't matter where. If I'm in a place where I'm like, oh, finally I get some time with my baby and we like will cheers and take a sip, I'll just like start blubbering and I'll be like, I just can't believe that we fell in love and that we found each other and that you're my best friend and you love me the God, way that you do. God, I love the waiter's face when this happens. Oh, yeah. Because it is my life. They always come up like... Can I get you guys anything? <laughs> right when I'm like in the middle of crying and like trying to say like some weird romantic speech that like I don't need to do. And I'm just like wiping my tears away like, oh, oh my God. Oh, man. Um, 
this uh, margarita was kind of spicy. I'm sorry. I just, I have really bad allergies, but we're fine here. We're fine. We're doing just fine. Everything's good. Ma'am, this is not a margarita. It's Waffle House. That is orange juice. Oh, I'm really sorry. I just love my life. <laughs> I love our cat so much. <laughs> If you haven't cried in the Waffle House, have you been to Waffle House? I don't think so. I don't think it counts. If you have never cried in a Waffle House, so two things you got to get in the Waffle House: a good steak and a good cry. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Maybe a would ever think that of Waffle House: a good steak and a good cry. So where you go for a good steak and a good cry? Oh Put some God. soft, sad blues on the jukebox. Ooh. Get yourself a steak special. And just cry it out. You've had their steak, right? Or did you have the pork chop? I've had both. They're both amazing. Yeah. And very, very sad. But yeah, that's Hemi Hey. It's about, yeah, it's just trying to cover up your I love the sound of the word. Emotions. I love the sound of the word Hemi Hey. Yeah. Because it's. Like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds it's like, like the, what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like when you're. Crying through trying to explain why you're crying. Yeah, I think I'm really sorry. I'm trying not to cry right now, but I'm just having a really emotional day. I think if there is any specific example of Hey Me Hey that you could try in your own home, uh huh, it's um, like make yourself cry and then try to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Is there a problem here? Make yourself cry. Yeah. Make yourself cry. You say that like people can just go and stand in front of the mirror and go like, all right, here I go. I can. (laughs) Tears. You ready for this? Yeah. Okay, now try to be be a waiter and ask me if I want anything. You're not crying. I'm crying. It's really happening. No, you're not. You're just making the sound. Show me tears. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're not a supremely emo person like I am, Hemi Hay probably won't happen to you very often. But when it does, or when it happens to somebody else, take joy in it. Not that somebody's crying if they're hurt by something, but overwhelming emotion, I think, can sometimes be uncool. But as somebody who has a lot of overwhelming emotion, I don't think it's uncool at all. I think it's very nice to be in touch with yourself and to show others what you're feeling, so long as it's not hurting anybody or making you look like too much of an ass. (laughs) So... I think so, too. Embrace it. If somebody is crying a little bit and enjoying something so much that they're they're crying or laughing so hard that they're crying or feeling so romantic that they're crying, just like lean into it and enjoy that moment because there were so many times early in our relationship when I hemi-hayed. And if you, Will, had not found some sort of joy or light in that there's no way in <laughs> hell we'd still be together because i did it enough times that it ha- it was not one of those things where it was like oh this just happened because she was overwhelmed from work no you hear that guys that's the ticket laugh at her tears <laughs> that's the key the key to a good relationship it is not 
is laugh at her tears. Don't take that note. Erase that. Right? <laughs> don't cross that out. Laugh at the emotion. Strike that from the record. But Just give it a big old, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> shut up. Ready for my second word? I am ready for your second word. My second word, and this is inspired by us trying to renovate our place a little <gasps> bit and get new pieces of furniture and yeah. pieces of stuff. My word is bedway. Bedway. And a bedway. Sexy. Yeah. Guesses? Guesses? Is it that right there? Uh, what are you pointing at? I'm pointing at your... En- You're pointing your, at the bed. Your exit from the bed. Your, like, the amount of space that you personally have to <laughs> oh, exit the no, bed. That's not the bedway. That's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we have to put the couch next to the bed about, like, two feet away from the headboard, so when I want to get out of bed, I have to, like, swing my legs over the couch. Uh-huh. No, that's called living in a studio apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Different. <laughs> but it's kind of similar. This is along the same lines. Okay. A bedway is the small space between the bed and the wall. Oh, okay. Now, here's the thing. Back in the day, the good old days of old school furniture placement, when everyone had all the room they wanted, they would put the bed at the end of the room, kind of face in the middle of the room, and there'd be like a window on each side, there'd be a nightstand on each side. Uh The bedroom kind of like is... The bed is the centerpiece, it's facing out, and everything's around it. Yes. But then people started to move to smaller places and live in L.A. where it's really crowded. Uh Uh-huh. Or they just happen to find another reason why they want to have more stuff in their place. And the best way to do it is by turning the bed so it's kind of almost against the wall. Not completely against the wall because you got to make your bed. And uh-huh. you want to be able to get on both sides of the bed, but you just got to give it just enough space. Okay. This wouldn't be a word if I didn't think about like four or five different points in my life, at least, where I've had a bed positioned in a way that there was a bedway. Okay. So you're talking about like a bedway would happen if your bed is in a corner? It's in a corner, but you don't want it like up against a wall. Yeah. So you give it like a foot of space or two feet of space. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Our bed right now is like that. You know how you get to your closet? Yeah. That's the bedway. I well, I think that's kind of a larger bedway. Our uh, we don't have much space for anything else. You know, we went to that cabin in Tahoe. Mhm. Our bed had a bedway. It's like wide enough for a nightstand. Okay. Am I'm, I off base here? Are we on different planets? What no, do you think? No, 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 no. No, you're not off base. I totally understand what... Well, no, I don't totally understand what you're saying. I'm trying to envision it. So imagine you have a square bedroom. Okay. And you have like a north wall with two windows in the middle and a gap between them. You have an east wall with nothing on it. You have a west wall with nothing on it. You have a south wall with the door to the bedroom. Go east. Look in cabinet. Use knife. Okay. Go on. Stop. <laughs> so would where would the bed live so that there would be a bedway? Um and what else would need to be around in this bedroom for there to be a bedway? Paint me a picture of a bedway. You need a bunch of stuff in this room, right? You need sure. a dresser, you need mirrors. So put the bed over in the corner. Which corner? Either of them. Pick one. Um put it on the north wall up against west, facing south. Great. Yeah. Now, because the person who's on the right side of the bed needs somewhere to get in, Uh huh. move it like a foot or two away from the wall. Great. That's the bedway. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I'm glad we have the picture. 
See, isn't that helpful? It is, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that I was trying to, I wasn't trying to like make you feel silly or unheard or No, it's fine. Weird. It's totally fine. Yeah, I just There's wanted... going to be a lot of these words where like, you know that thing where you do something and the other person's like, absolutely not. No, what, are you talking what the about? fuck is that? This might be one of those things. But I have, a, I put this word in my little bank because I had a feeling that enough people put their bed like this in their bedroom. Yeah. That it, it's a thing. Yeah. And enough beds are two feet away from walls that there's going to be a bedway. Sure. The person who's on that side of the bed, when they go to sleep, they sort of have to crab walk their way to the bed a little bit. Yeah. It saves space. It does save space. This has been your interior design lesson for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> brought to you by Sims. Brought to you by the Sims, where our bedroom has a bedway too. Mm-hmm. Only marginally better than doing the teenage thing and putting your bed in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. God, I never liked having my bed in the corner. I know what I always did. You always had your bed in the corner. I hated it. I think it. you're the reason I have a bedway now. Yeah, because I won't sleep with my my face up against a wall like some jackass. I like sleeping <laughs> against the wall. I like, like curling up jackass. into the wall like some jackass. Like some jackass. I like to curl up into the wall and kind of like shrink into it. Oh my God. I used to like, I don't remember if this happened at all when I would sleep at your place before we moved in together and your bed was up against, up against the, that wall. Up against that wall. Oh yeah. But God, every time a bed was up against a wall, and I did this some as a kid too. So like, I'm not completely off the hook here, but it would always happen like maybe once a month where I would like be violently sleeping through the night. And I would roll into the wall and wake up after having like <laughs> Bonk. bashed my head into the wall. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, f-. I would feel like seeing stars. Like I don't know where I am and I don't know how I just hurt myself. And I'd be like, oh, I'm in my bed, but I'm in this weird corner. How did I get here? It's very odd. <laughs> I don't like having the bed in a corner and I will never do it again. Fine. <laughs> well that's bedway well that's your bedway yeah and this is the segue to the midway to the byway to the hip hop i was trying to segue to our outro but i forgot what we start with it's thank you guys very much for joining us today there you go that's it thank this very you. intimate talk about interior design and how it's bad and peep peep <laughs> and peep peep in bathrooms and dancing and what else did we talk about we talk about the fact that if you would like to see more info about us and look at the full dictionary of all the words we have so far you can go to our website which is wcword.club you can also follow us on social media at wcwordclub all the socials all we're the all, socials we're the same one on all of them all of them yeah Except for, what's a bad, outdated one? MySpace. We gotta have a MySpace. Can I don't want back? to. I want a MySpace. No. I'm gonna make us a MySpace. All right, well. And everyone's gonna follow us on it, please. No, they won't. <laughs> hey, I want to say thank you to the very special band known as Bullpack for the use of their song. Animal, Animal Spirits. Spirits. Ever since we recorded the first one and said it at the same time, it was too fun not to. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> not hard at all. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs>